people who are biting their fingers in fear. Changing is not easy, but changing your life, changing habits, reinventing yourself. Yeah. You will win if you don't quit. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. It's an experience. This is the Kairos Moment with Pastor Jack on Active FM. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Kairos Moment on the Active FM. It is that moment of inspiration, a moment of motivation, a moment of encouragement. I hope that you will be inspired today. My name is Jack Shirwa from the Full Gospel Church of God in Johannesburg, South Africa. Let us pray together, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity that you've given us to get into your word. I pray that as I give this short word, I pray that it will inspire, encourage, motivate somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. So I pray that your word will not return to you void, but will accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to speak on a subject I've entitled The Power of Decision-Making. The Power of Decision-Making. In Joshua chapter 24 and verse 15, the Bible says, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose, lands you are, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. And then Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19, Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, the word of God there says, I have set before you life and death. I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. And then Joel chapter 3 and verse 14, Joel 3 verse 14, the Bible says, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Life is the total of all my decisions. I am where I am in life today because of the decisions I've made um, all of us have made decisions that have caused, that, caused us to be where we are in life today. A decision is made up in our minds. That decision determines what direction you are going to take in life. Decisions are important, whether it's in business, whether it's in uh, uh, your career direction, uh, whether it is in deciding who you're going to marry, who you're going to get married to, or you, who you're going to marry, decisions are important. Today's mighty oak tree is yesterday's little seed that held his ground. Decision, decisions distinguishes the strong from the weak. Decisions determine success or failure. This indecision causes us to lose opportunities. When we are undecided, then we can lose great opportunities in life. I would rather be decisive and make the wrong decision than be indecisive and miss great opportunities. Decisions, indecisions, causes one to be lost. Decisiveness causes one to be saved. Having a relationship with Jesus also depends on the decision that one makes. Consider some 
devastating decisions and demoralizing results. Eve ate of the fruit in the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3. That decision brought death. Lot chose Sodom, Genesis 13, and lost all he had. Ahab chose Jezebel as a wife and as a queen, 1 Kings 16, 1 Kings 16, and much sin and wrong entered the nation of Israel. Samson chose Delilah, Judges 16, and lost power, and finally death. Rehoboam took advice from young men, 1 Kings chapter 12, and divided the kingdom. The rich young ruler, Matthew chapter 19, went away lost. The prodigal son left home, Luke 15, and went into a far country, messed up his life because of a decision. The Bible was written so that we can be given advice on how to make the right choices in life. The prerequisite for God-pleasing decisions is set by the Apostle Paul in Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. Colossians 1, verse 9 to 10. That you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him in all aspects. The principal task in decision-making for the Christian is to learn what God wants him to do and then do it. The obvious question is how is a Christian to learn what God wants him to do as he is confronted with life's decisions? Must I take the job or not? Must I take this job and not that job? Must I sell the house or not? Must I buy this house or not? Must I take on this career or not? Must I marry this person or not? So many decisions. And scripture doesn't always have direct answers in terms of yes or no, you can do this. But scripture gives us guidelines. And, and um, those guidelines are the ones I'm going to give you to help us make the right decisions. Solid decision making begins by discerning the will of God. God delights in revealing his will to those who are eager to follow his precepts. Psalm 33 and verse 18. Our attitude towards decision-making should be that of Jesus himself, who affirmed, not my will, but yours be done. Luke 22 and verse 42. God reveals his will to us primarily in two ways. First, through his spirit. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. John 16 and verse 13. John 16 and verse 13. God reveals his will also through his word. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119 verse 105. Decisions are an act of the will. They are often influenced by the mind, the emotions, circumstances, or even other people. The decisions we make actually reflect the, uh, reflect the decisions of our hearts, the desires of our hearts. 
it is it is out of our desires that those decisions are birthed therefore a key question before making a decision is do i choose to please myself or do i choose to please god in this decision i'm about to make joshua set the standard if serving the lord seems undesirable to you then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve but as for me and my household we will serve the lord joshua 24 and verse 15 how do we make good decisions in life how do we make the right decisions number 1 ask god for direction james chapter 1 verse 5 james chapter 1 and verse 5 if any one of you lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him god's knowledge is unlimited he is omniscient Psalm 147 verse 4 he counts the number of the stars he calls them all by name god god knows everything no wonder he wants us to consult him when making our decisions god knows who will make a best wife for you god knows who will make the best husband for you god knows what is the best business for you to start god knows whether you must take that job or that job God knows whether you must sell the house or wait a while. God knows whether you must buy that house or not. God sees the whole picture, the past, the present, and the future of our lives. He teaches and counsels us as he reveals himself to us through his word and his spirit. God has made this promise to us. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Psalm 32 and verse 8 There will be times when God's will may seem undesirable or unpleasant when our heart follows our own desires instead of trusting God but we will eventually learn that God's will is always for our benefit and God's will is always the best hallelujah hallelujah again the chief key to solid decision making is knowing God's will and not following the desires of our own hearts there's a way that seems right to a man but its end is the way of death proverbs 14 and verse 12 as we put our trust in god rather than ourselves we soon discover what our decisions whether our decisions are pleasing to him or not the second method is seeking advice proverbs 11 verse 14 where there is no counsel the people fall but in the multitude of counselors is safety proverbs 15 verse 22 without counsel plans go away go weary but in the multitude of counselors they are established some proverbs 24 verse 6 for by wise counsel you will wage your own war and in the multitude of counselors there is safety the simple message of these scriptures is get advice Don't go it alone. Seek the counsel of others. One of the biggest complaints I've heard from pastors over the years is that people come to them for advice and then don't take that advice. They didn't really come for advice. They came for permission. There are two extremes in getting advice. First, to go for advice with your mind already made up. Which kind which kind of makes it a pointless exercise because you've already decided what you're going to do anyway the other extreme is to take advice 
of your counselors without ever thinking it through yourself. Just doing what you've been asked to advise without thinking things through is dangerous. Don't ever think for yourself. Let everybody else decide your future for you. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. This is what happens in cults. Decision-making authority is taken out of your hands. Neither of these two extremes is healthy. Seek advice from an appropriate person. This is very important. If you're experiencing a rough patch in your marriage, where is the worst place you can go for advice in sorting it out? If you go to a bad marriage, another bad marriage, another struggling marriage, you go there for advice. You can't. You need to, be, to go to advice for, to people you look up to because then you know they're going to help you. Number three, walking in integrity and the fear of God. Walking in integrity and the fear of God. What does walking in integrity have to do with making decisions? When we walk in integrity, 70% of the decisions we have, we have to make have already been made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are three questions to ask yourself to ascertain whether or not a course of action has integrity. Number one, is it right? Number two, is it good for others or just good for me? Will my decision be good just for me? How will it affect others? Will it only benefit me and leave others out? Or worse, will it have a negative impact on others? Philippians 2 verse 4, let each of you look not only for, for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Selfish decisions don't please God. When, when I look at taking a course of action, I have to ask myself the question, is anyone else going to benefit from this or is it just going to be me? Number three, is it good for the kingdom or is it just good for me? By the kingdom, I mean the kingdom of God. Matthew 6.33 says, the, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Jesus had just been telling his followers not, followers not to worry about food or drink or clothing because that's what unbelievers worry about. Instead, he said that believers should look out first for what's in the interest of God's kingdom. In other words, don't think first of yourself and your own needs and what's easiest for you or convenient, but put God first in everything. So when I look at making a decision, I have to ask, how will this be good for God's kingdom? Hallelujah. Am I looking out for God's interests? In Matthew 6, 26, verse 36, Matthew 26, verse 36 then Jesus came with him to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. 
and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Verse 38, Then he said to them, My soul is extremely sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. This is how Jesus operated. No matter how tough the decision was, he always acted in the best interests of the kingdom of God. What type of decisions does God bless? Number one, God blesses those decisions that he initiates and that line up with his word. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 11. Number two, God blesses decisions that accomplish his purpose and depend on his strength. It is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13. Number three, God blesses those decisions that result in his glory or for his glory. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 31. Number four, God blesses decisions that reflect his character, that promote justice, kindness, and humility. He has showed you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Micah 6 verse 8. Number five, God blesses those decisions that come from faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 8. Whenever you make major decisions, number one, never make a decision when very angry or deeply disappointed. Matthew 27 verse 1 to 5. Number two, never make a major decision under pressure. Number three, never make a major decision out of fear. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Number four, never make a major decision based on circumstances alone. Number five, never make a major decision in a hurry unless it is a life-saving decision. Proverbs 19 verse 2, the Bible says, Also it is not good for a person to be without knowledge, and he who makes haste with his feet errs. Proverbs 21 verse 5, The plans of the diligent lead surely to advantage, but everyone who is hasty comes surely to poverty. Number 6, Never make a permanent decision based on a temporary situation. Proverbs 27 and verse 12. A prudent man sees evil and hides himself. Then the, the naive proceed and pay the penalty. Hallelujah. Praise God. What possible, possible motives are driving my decisions? Those, those are important questions to ask ourselves. Have we learned from past mistakes before we can make future decisions do i have all the facts 
before I can make these decisions before me. Proverbs 18 verse 13, He who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. Proverbs 18 verse 17, The first to plead his case seems right until another comes and examines him. I don't know what crossroads you are at right now. Perhaps you are at the verge of making some important decisions in your life. I want to say to you, depend on the Lord. Hear what God has to say. Get wisdom from God. Get direction from God. Let the Spirit of God direct you and lead you. Let the Word of God be the lamp for your feet in making these decisions. And God will help you make the right decisions. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person right now that is at the verge of making decisions. I pray that you're going to help them to make the right decisions. Lead them and guide them by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Kairos Moment on the Active FM. Until next time, this has been Pastor Jack Chirua from the Full Gospel Church. God bless you. freedom our sins no more inside we were cursed but now we're crucified with Christ he buried all our burdens our creed our hate our pride we are raised to walk in new life now with Christ Christ Yeah.